a trip to a swingers club or a trip to the dentist? Which would you choose? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Maybe both or maybe neither. Okay, that's fair. I have fair. stories on both. All right. Well, uh, I will uh, kind of throw back to you some housework. I don't know if you want to do that. Uh or a story about love. You know how much I love love. You're picking love and I have no uh, uh, inclination for housework. No. Okay. Well, that's good. Going to find out more very, very soon. The weird and wacky stuff we couldn't fit into the show. This is the Extra Butter Podcast with Cindy and Daz. Dentists. When was mm. the last time you went to a dentist? Probably long enough ago that I'm embarrassed to say it was that long ago. I think it'd be the same. Yeah. I think since I was a kid. I used to be a dental nurse. You know that, I right? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, was just, I was just envisaging that uh, dental nurse uniform that you were wearing. Of course you were. Were you running the place? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> If I wasn't, I thought I was, and that's all that mattered. What places have you worked that you haven't felt that you've run the place anyway, or eventually end up running? Yeah, no, I don't, no, don't know. Okay. <laughs> a man in New York uh, had a tooth growing in a very particular, un- a very unusual place. Okay. This week. Yep. Uh, the unnamed 38-year-old patient arrived at Mount Sinai in Manhattan, complaining of breathing difficulties out of his right nasal cavity. Okay. You're already thinking, I know this. Oh, I, no, I would no. know what's going on. here, being uh, the CEO of your dental practice thinking that you're working at. if you can't breathe through your nose, you'd be going to a doctor, not a dentist. Well, he, he thought there was something going on breathing. So sometimes that's your nasal passage and then, then yeah. the, the dentists need to sort of identify what's going on there through the – everything seems to be connected up around that area, doesn't it? The bone's connected to the hip you bone. You got it. And, yeah, okay. According to the New England Journal of Medicine, Dr. Sagar Karner and Dr. Michael Turner diagnose you- the individual, no I can't, uh, <laughs> with a deviated septum. Oh, that's a nose thing. When the division between the nasal passage is forced to one side. Okay. Now, I have one of those. A what? A nose? I have nose yeah. and a deviated septum. You do too. I actually... Bumped very heavily into a uh, oh. bit of outdoor furniture when I was very young, which uh, I think eventually probably broke my nose. Yeah, right. Back then, didn't really understand what was going on. Can't stop looking at your nose right now. It's really awkward. It's a little bit off, off to one it side, is isn't it? It's weird, yeah. Uh, now, in an attempt <laughs> to fix the uh, issue, the two surgeons opted for a corrective rhinoplasty. Okay. Where they uncovered the culprit, an ectopic tooth roughly 0.6 inches oh, long, oh, growing in his nasal cavity. No. <gasps> After the procedure oh. was deemed a success, the man reported being able to breathe through both nostrils again. Wow. So the next time you're having issues with your breathing and you decide to head on over to your local dentist and mm. people think you're crazy, you should mm. be going to a ear, nose and throat specialist. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there might be a culprit in the uh, way of a tooth that's growing out of one of your nostrils. I've just got visions of the x-ray because normally you just do it like you would, yeah, no. In in the dentist world, you do teeth x-rays, not a nose x-ray, but what that's would right. that x-ray look like with a tooth in your nose? It's really weird. There is actually a photo of it on the internet <gasps> if you want to go and check it out. Just search under a man in New York has a tooth growing in his nose okay, or okay. I should say had a tooth yep. growing. He did at one stage. Tooth fairy come? 
good question. Perhaps. I'm not really sure about that. That doesn't really say in the story here. But just in case you're wondering, uh, this podcast is all about some of the stories. We just didn't cram into our show on a Friday morning. Yep. So we just hold them over for this, which is um, one of our most favourite times of the week. So much so that I screwed up right away. Yes, you do. What you do you just got? did. Well, um, normally people love each other. Yeah, normally? Yeah. Depends. Although we've talked about people in the past that have loved objects. I'm going to get a little bit heavy here. Okay. Not a lot of love over in Europe at the moment. No. Anyway. That's fair. Just wanted to drop that in there. Should be a bit more love. Well, we're All saying we need is love. this now. It's the 27th of February, 2022. Yep. Correct. Yep. Um, Julius has an obsession with balloons. He has done right. since he was four. <laughs> You know, some right. people are really scared of balloons. I know. Not Julius. No, Julius no, he's, sounds like he's very amorous with balloons. Well, he there's a word, amorous. Mm. His mum bought him a balloon when he was in the hospital when he was four, and that right. was the end of it. The love story began. Does it say how old Julius is? It doesn't say how old he is. Now, I believe from this story I think he might be an adult. So he's Actually, a, he's married, of course. Right, so he's uh, – this is this – is, an affliction that he's had for perhaps Since he was more over 30, twenty years, 40 yeah. years old, right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Well, ah, uh, if if right. if I got to the next line, I could be able right. to tell you. I'm just trying to get my head around it for more than five decades. Right, he's been addicted to them. So over that'd he's be fifty, 50 years. Right. So fifty four. He's over right. fifty four. So he's a is in the prime of his life. Some would say to get in your fifties. <laughs> some would say you're really shining then. Some haven't got there yet, so they don't yeah. know that. <laughs> um, now, look, we know for a fact that people have some very weird fixations with people. We've seen it on TLC's Strange Addictions shows, but yeah. um, Julius has has got this love of balloons so much so that he's actually got a balloon sanctuary in his house. A balloon sanctuary. Yeah, because why wouldn't you want one of those? Sounds like a lot of fun. It says here it's packed with. Thousands of balloons where he sleeps every night. So he loves sleeping with balloons. The yeah. balloons around him. They're yeah. very colourful. Oh, well, it depends. It doesn't say anything here about his favourite colours or anything at all, but yeah, it probably would be. Sounds like I don't a know happy what place. What kind to of balloons? Are they the helium balloons? Are they the like the thicker latex balloons? I'd be able to tell you if I knew the story, but then I would be accused of jumping ahead. Well, I can tell you. Well, he's been on telly. He's been on the TV. He got his right. mug on the TV because yep. he was on TLC's Strange Addiction show. Yep. Uh, that aired almost nine years ago. He said on the show, they're beautiful, they're soft, they're smooth, they're delicate. I have a connection with them. <laughs> I don't know about being soft. Is the balloon really soft? He says, I guess when you push on it, it does. I suppose, yeah, yeah, I suppose. He says, intellectually, I know that balloons are not alive, but sometimes I wonder if it's my love for them that brings them to life. <laughs> right. Okay. This is a beautiful love story. I know. It gets a little bit creepy now. Right, okay. Uh, get more comfortable in my chair. Is this now. where we put the E, the explicit... Um, well, it depends on whether you're going to I'm not use gonna language swear. or not. I'm not going to well, swear. Well, then it's not an E then. Well, he says, my love for balloons, it's also a sexual love. When right. I see a balloon, my heart starts to flutter and I get aroused. Right. Huh? Still not an E. Okay. All right. It's typical for what we do on our podcast, though. Yeah. He says, my wife thinks it's strange, but she accepts it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, his love for balloons is so strong that he spends days rescuing balloons that he believes to be in danger. Well, now you've really got me intrigued because I would really like to know what an endangered balloon Well, I can doing. tell you. Right. He says, I go to car dealerships and I do what I call a balloon rescue. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
when I when they set them out in the early morning, they are really beautiful. He yeah. says, yeah. and the, as the sun bakes on them, they get really dull. Some would say they're quite sensual in the so, morning. Well, some he he probably would say that. Mm. He feels like he's giving balloons a second chance at life. That's a beautiful side of him it's that a we were unaware of three minutes ago. Story, Julius. Um, I don't know what else to say is that, about is it. Is that where it ended? Yeah, that's it. He, oh, he's <laughs> giving the balloons a second chance of life. He loves them. He cares for them. They're delicate. They're soft. They're warm. He has a connection with them. You know what? I think of all the podcasts we've done and all mm. the shows we've done on mm. air, I don't think we've ever had a story about a, a love affair with balloons. Well, you're welcome. That's a first. Yeah, you are welcome. <laughs> well done on that. Well done, Julius. <laughs> we should get Julius on the show. Yeah, he's right up there with the guy that uh, ran the uh, Roundabout Appreciation Society. Yeah, and the lady yeah. that married the Eiffel Tower. These are great stories. Wasn't there a woman that married a tree? That there wasn't was. as cool as the one that yeah, because someone it, so it, Eiffel she called Because he was waking up with morning wood. We spoke about that. Remember, that was part of the story. This is the Extra Butter Podcast with Sydney Daz. All the weird and wacky stuff we didn't quite fit into Friday's show. I'll be right back. Look, I don't want to get involved, but I'm pretty sure I know the guy in the news police said they're looking for. If you know something, speak up. Crime Stoppers Victoria offers a confidential reporting service online and by phone. You choose how much information you share and whether you want to remain anonymous. Help solve crime and make the community a safer place without even saying your name. Share what you know at crimestoppersvic.com.au or call 1-800-333-000. Welcome back to the Extra Butter Podcast with Cindy and Daz. Uh, it'll be no secret to you when I will put my hand up and admit I'm pretty lazy. Right. I didn't clean my house last week. Uh, how many people actually do that? I, I don't clean mine either. clean my house the week before that right. or the week before that. Right, okay. Because I have a cleaning lady. Well, that's what they get paid to do. Well, it's great. I feel like I'm employing someone. I'm helping. My cleaning lady doesn't come around and do podcasting. So no, why would I take her job? That's exactly She's a cleaner. Right. Like you, leave, you let me do my thing, you yep. do your thing. Yeah, well, I don't do housework. I don't. No. Uh, but apparently doing housework can slash older women's risk of dying from heart disease. Well, there you go. Now's a good time to start. I'm not going to. Well, I don't want you dying of a heart attack. I know, but I don't want to clean the toilet either. <laughs> Research shows that completing chores such as washing the dishes, vacuuming and cooking. Oh my God, Get to it then. Crap. It's Sunday here, so <laughs> maybe a roast tonight would be nice. Yeah, no, I'm having a nap later. <laughs> uh, can slash the risk of the world's top killer in females by two-thirds. The findings revealed that those who spent, what, four hours a day. Whoa, I'm just adjusting the volume there. Sorry. Didn't you proofread this? The findings revealed that those who spent four hours a day yep. doing what they're calling daily life movements. That's I moved what you my want. arm with a glass. Yeah. That's a daily movement. And I know it, it must be because you're doing it right now and nobody yeah. can see that. That's right. We're 62% less likely to die from cardiovascular problems. Than those than did less than two hours. I'm, I'm stuffed. Uh, the experts <laughs> claim that the results are shown that uh, being up and about is enough to improve. So, well, I'm just going to drink my drinks at the bench now, standing up, if that's going to help. You go, you get up to the fridge and come back. I do. That's pretty impressive. Uh, now, the study author, Dr. Steve Newen from the University of California, said this demonstrates that all movement counts towards disease prevention. Well, I'm moving. I'm pouring drinks. I'm putting ice and in. I'm and drinking the drink. And you're using your hand again doing it I'm now. I'm drinking right now. I'm not drinking. Actually, why are we not drinking if right now? If you did that 
the way you just did that, that yeah. drink would go straight onto your forehead. Because I don't know what you're doing there with your I arm. feel like I'm one of those Asian cats that you see in the <laughs> shops, you know, that has that hand that yes. just goes up and down. Very Spending lucky. more time in daily movement, which includes a wide range of activities we all do while on our feet, resulted in lower risk of cardiovascular disease. I feel like a man has written this story. Yep. And I feel like a man has written this story to get his wife to clean the house. <laughs> That's it. That would be the microphone there, just be careful of it. that story up your backside. <laughs> Probably why I didn't make the show on Friday. Dr. Stephen Newen. Let's finish on a very happy note. Okay. Talk about swingers. Oh! Swingers clubs. Oh, not a swing that you swing on. No, but however, this story is not going to tickle your funny bone or your fancy perhaps because there's a, there's a sad side to it. Mm. A swingers club with 43 rooms is on the brink of closure. Oh, as its devastated owner searches for a new place to accommodate the popular business. Okay. And it's not popular in inverted commas. Okay. I don't know. Why would that be in inverted commas? Because it would be popular. Well, it would be popular. Why I, would it be in inverted commas? It would be popular. And devastated. Look, devastated inverted commas as well. Devastated. I don't know I'm, why. Someone yeah. in the inverted commas section of this newspaper decided to have had a few left over at the end of the week. KPIs. <laughs> drops inverted commas in there. <laughs> owner, inverted commas. Right. That's no, not. I just made oh. that up. Right. Owner Ron Ronnie Rothwell. Ron Randy Ronald. Randy Ron Rothwell. Yeah. Triple R they call him. Yep. He must now find a new home by November <laughs> 2023. So we can breathe a bit easy. All he's right, got a little he's bit got of time. A bit of time. Randy Ron. Yeah, but he's got to find 43 rooms. He does. After the building was sold to Nottingham-based ALB Group in October last year. Now, Mr. Rothwell, who's 75. Yep. Probably a little relevant in this instance because we quite often question why they put ages there. I feel like he wears a robe and slippers. He would be very um, raunchy. What was the name of the other guy over there that Hugh. owned Play- Hugh. Yeah. Playboy Hugh? Yeah. He told Derbyshire Live that the club's risked going out of business if he can't find a suitable space for its large customer base. Mm-hmm. Keeping you up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> People travel from Scotland, Ireland, Wales, everywhere to come to the club. One couple who came from France. Uh, once a month, they all said. France. People are very, very interested in joining uh, in the Swingers Club. Okay. Uh, the Attic is what it's <gasps> called. has 43 rooms with themes including school room oh. and Aztec. What's Aztec? I don't know. Aztec Why are you looking at me like I would <laughs> I'm know? I'm just asking because you've been to Swingers Club. I have never. You have. Actually, I have been to a Swingers Correct. party. See? I have been to a Swingers party. I wouldn't party. say that unless I knew it was fact. I actually have. Up. I have. But it's not the way our listeners are thinking. Yeah, right. I was not a participant. I tell you what, the moment <laughs> you, rose, you, you, you rose that subject yeah. on a radio show, I know. the phones went nuts. I know. So I know. be very careful but the way you position yourself. Well, the way I say it, it, it makes more. It's horrible because I say I wasn't a participant. I was there as the entertainment and that, yeah. that's worse. That's what you said on air too. I know. Phones let up. Yeah. I was singing in a band. Okay, yeah, all right. Just okay. to well, clarify. that's just part of the theme. It was great right, to watch, yeah. though. I had the best view in the house. Very Chrissy Antlet. <laughs> uh, I want to find out what an Aztec room is, by How the way. How do I spell it? A-Z-T-E-C. Okay, I'll continue on while you're doing that. Yep. What is Aztec? Yep. Also boasts an adult cinema, maze and dungeon, Ooh. as well as a realistic Dogging zone. What's I want you to. Find, I'm going to need you to find what that one is out that? as well. So I'm going to need to find out what a dogging zone is. What's Aztec first? Have you found Aztec that? Aztec is. It just kind of looks a little bit kind of. Aztec kind of shapes and stuff. No, it looks like an Indian theme. As in, not Indian like India, the country, like Indians that stick feathers on their heads. Oh, it kind of looks bit a bit like, like that. that yeah. Okay. So what about a dogging zone? Why don't you? I'd be. I'd be careful looking for the photos on what that. What is a dogging, dogging zone? zone? You search that one, and I'll know. I'll see the look on your face. Uh, it employs around twenty staff, whose jobs will be lost if the club closes permanently. Uh, Randy Ron says. 
It welcomes couples and singers of all ages with a younger influx of couples attending in recent years. So right. the young ones are getting involved with mm. singer, swingers clubs now. Mm. You were there as part of the – you know what the problem <laughs> was? You you got invited to a singers club and you ended up at the swingers club. <laughs> so, isn't that right? That's how it all came about. You said, this Possibly. is a bit unusual audience. Oh, there's no one else singing with me right now. Why are they all naked? They're all chucking their keys in a bowl. What's going on? I just realised that. It's actually quite funny. It costs £15 per couple. So now, let's just for argument's oh. sake. 30 bucks. 30 bucks a couple, $30 for single That's men cheap. and $10 for single women. Now, what why, are they why, for? why is it $30 or $60 for single men and $10 for single women? Because the men are raunchy. It should be less because the men are only going to get three minutes value and the girls are going forever. <laughs> Uh, so it costs that to enter and use any of the club's rooms with cleaning equipment on hand in every room to maintain hygiene, which so is should, what, very COVID. You have to clean it up yourself. Did you find what dogging room was? Yeah, it's a bit weird. Okay. There's nothing there. It was about dog parks and like it was just a bit strange. <laughs> I don't think it's a dog park. No, I don't think it is either. While Maybe Randy cushions Ron, on the ground. <laughs> while Randy Ron knows he does not appeal to everyone, he says the site is very popular thanks to its welcoming atmosphere. I'm sure. It can host as many 500 customers at once. Oh, wow. 500. Is that – now you would assume that would be 250, 43 rooms. That's a lot of people. That's must be a Divided by 500. Must be a big waiting There must area. be a um, – like a, yeah, communal area. If there was 500 people in that in there, in yeah. that room, yeah. in the, at the attic, mm-hmm. would there be 200 men, 250 men and 250 women? Or do you think it would be like 350 men and 150 women? I'm, I'm not – women's into women into swingers clubs as much as guys that, are? You're asking I have no idea. the wrong person. I have no idea, but I can Sorry, tell you the swingers party I now. went to. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, Very interested to know about this part. The women were into it. They were <laughs> into it. And I tell you what, they got drunk pretty quickly. And before yep. we knew it, they were, they were middle-aged people up against the walls. Is it lights on or lights off? Is it kind Dimmed. of – Okay. Dimmed lights. So you don't really know who but you're getting along with. Well, this is a um, – this was really, really fun because it was a um, – <laughs> Fully catered event as well. So yeah. they all lined up like in a line, literally like in jail with their plate and filled up like, yeah, it was like a smorgasbord and you'd eat. Oh, it was like a smorgasbord. It, well, right. it was a smorgasbord, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, it was like a full uh, roast, you know, with salads and potatoes and gravy and like all of those things. One of your guys, we had to say his first name, was in your band, in your trio. Michael. Michael. So yeah. Mike, Michael would have been great. We got a new gig. It's yeah. We're going to a singer's club. I reckon he knew. <laughs> I reckon he knew and, and he did said, not oh, tell singers me. Club. That sounds great. No, he just said it's a private event. Here's oh, yeah, the address. It was a massive place. Like it was one yeah. of those big swing in drive, swing in, swing in, swing around driveway <laughs> of things. It was. Anyway, it was fun. Oh, I've been to a swingers boy. party. Yeah, there you go. What a way to finish. That was fun. I'd be really interested to go there. Maybe do a live broadcast or something from, <laughs> from the swingers party from the singers club from the singers <laughs> club. Yeah, in inverted commas because that's uh, your KPI this week to use them. You know what? We had a couple of weeks off. Yeah, we had a fair bit going on the last couple of weeks, but it's great to be back in the studio for yeah. another edition of our podcast. Next week we'll do it with a drink. We need to because I'm really thirsty, I'm thirsty right now. I'm thirsty too. I'm, you, know, you know what they say in the podcast business when you're thirsty? Have a drink. I'm quite parched. But I'm parched, really. I didn't realise there was... <laughs> you said I'm so straight in your chair. <laughs> I didn't realise it was a, like a lingo that I wasn't part of. I'm been parched. doing this little podcast thing for a while now. Yeah. I didn't realise I was missing some lingo. It's parchy work, this stuff. Yeah, right, eh? We'll be back next week. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of the Extra Butter Podcast with Cindy and Daz. For more, check out extrabutter.com.au.